1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision.
0: As you'll know, as a Christian believer, oftentimes we can be inspired by the things we hear about transformed lives. And no more than when we hear about transformed lives of those who have been incarcerated Those who've, for whatever reason, been convicted of a crime, sentenced to a jail term. And what that often means is that those people who are sentenced to time in jail will sometimes, for the first time, come into contact with the gospel. Let's talk through some of these issues today. Terry Isles is a prison chaplain with Prison Fellowship. He works out of the Arthur Gory Correctional Centre in Brisbane in Queensland. And Terry's joining us. Hi, Terry. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Good to be here. Terry, some people will be so surprised to hear because sometimes you think of, oh, a hardened prisoner. The last thing they want to hear is the gospel. But that's not the truth. Uh, give us some insights into here uh, how the hunger for God is so apparent when you've got people doing time.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there's a there's a very big hunger for God in uh, prisons. Uh, Arthur Gorey, you know, one of my favourite things to say is, um, uh, you know, guys, you can be set free in your mind here. You're in prison, you're in your cells, uh, you're in the units, you you can't go anywhere, but you can be set free right here with the power of the gospel, with what God can do in your lives. Um, And uh, there's been a big um, change especially in this prison in the last 12 months. There's an old saying, isn't
0: there? Bars do not a prison make. I think it was a very famous uh, poetry extract about that. But there's a certain sense in which the things that imprison us most are not the things that incarcerate us in the physical, but those things that have incarcerated us in the internal elements of our being. Mm -hmm. Is this something you find uh, that people can actually find a level of freedom and release and liberty even when they're behind bars?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's not uncommon to come across uh, inmates that have they are in there for all different reasons and uh, once you sit down with them and you start to explain the gospel, they're hungry to change their lives, uh, set on a different path um, once they understand scripture and uh, what Jesus has done for them it's not uncommon to see them shed tears and um, and ask for prayer on the spot and uh, these same inmates you will you will see uh, in church uh, not long after uh, doing bible studies uh, uh, change lives you see it in their face you see they're alive where once they You know, they were pretty much dead in their sins. Terry, the prison you're working at, it's considered, isn't it, uh,
0: one of the larger prisons. I think it's one of the Mm. largest or the largest one in the state of Queensland. Uh, And uh, Mm. there's an awful lot of inmates in there. And as I understand it, they're broken up into different units. Uh, How does the prison population look? And, uh, you know, because obviously as the prison chaplain, you want to get around everyone. How do Mm. you do that? How does
1: it all look from the idea of units? Okay, well, when you walk in, uh, there's approximately 24 units uh, across the whole site. Uh, there's an A-side and a B-side, so we chaplains um, pray in our office and we head out with our bags and our Bibles and uh, uh, Vision 180 uh, booklets and the Word for Today, which, uh, which are very much in demand in there. Uh, so we, we have freedom to to enter any unit. We, we walk around, we knock on the door, the officer in the, we call it the fishbowl, uh, he opens that door and we just go straight on in. So we're mixing with all the inmates in every unit um, straight away. So it's a, it's an absolute blessing to be called by God to uh, do that sort of work. And
0: as I understand it, not unusual at all that there might be 50 prisoners in a unit and all of them will turn out to a
1: Bible study. Oh, they all will. They're... Um, I think our uptake on one of the Bible studies, it's a local one called I Wonder, um, I think where we've got the biggest uptake in Queensland amongst prisons, so uh, it's not uncommon to go in and see 12, 15 uh, fellas praying together uh, straight away. Uh, they, their lives are being changed, um, and then when the church comes along on a Sunday, uh, you will have a majority in that unit turn up for church, so... Yeah, it's, it's very encouraging for chaplains, but uh, all glory to God.
0: I imagine that when someone has committed a crime or allegedly so and they've been sentenced and convicted and they find themselves in jail, the idea of repentance is something that comes easy to someone who has been incarcerated. Uh, sometimes maybe comes easier than people who are outside of the prison walls. Mm. Uh, what are your thoughts for how prisoners understand what it is to have this liberty that comes from the gospel and to have this aspiration to turn away from those things of the past and
1: set their lives on a new course? Mm. I. It's a good question. I, I think it's a marvellous thing because... A majority of inmates uh, have never never been told before. They they don't understand that side of it. Um, so uh, for us chaplains to be able to explain uh, repentance and forgiveness from God, uh, no matter who you are, where you've been, is quite an eye-opener. Um, I think um, uh, there are many there that, uh, like I said before, have shed tears. Uh, they've never heard that message, the message of the gospel, the forgiveness uh, side of it. And the repentance, and they're they're very willing to uh, confess uh, to uh, to a chaplain. And I say to them, well, you've got direct access to God. Uh, you can just uh, uh, sit in your cell. You can you can pray with another believer, and you can you can talk to God and confess uh, all those things. And um, you know what? God just wipes it clean. Um, Uh, once you believe by faith so yeah
0: it's not just in australia is it but it's global where you've got prison chaplains and access to prisoners i mean every authority wants to see reform in the life of a prisoner because the idea of recidivism the idea of going out and committing more crimes and finding your way back into prison uh, that's something that the authorities are trying to avoid they they want to see reform they want to see transformed lives Mm. How important is it to recognise the power of prison chaplaincy in the process of reform in the life of a prisoner?
1: Well, it's very important because uh, you know our our duty is pastoral care. Um, we have we have the the very word of God with us to be able to sit down with them and speak to them. Uh, we see lives transformed. Uh, we there are there are men there going to a, a local rehab called Reto to Hope. Um, uh, we've seen lives transformed there. We've seen and heard lives transformed uh, when the prisoners have left through another source. So it's it's really important because um, Prison Fellowship uh, also run a program, uh, I can't think of the name, but um, where uh, they actually get the inmates together in a prison and then they have people who have had crimes committed against them. Uh, so the inmates are able to hear uh, those people that have had crimes committed, it it may be a break and enter. It could be uh, more worse than that. And they actually recognise the damage that that has occurred by them uh, committing that crime. Uh, and then there's a good there's a good communication between them on that uh, basis. So yeah, look, it's it's essential that um, inmates uh, really grab hold of the gospel because uh, it's a transforming process by the power of God and. And it's, uh, it's needed in the community when they're released, yeah. You mentioned that you take into
0: the prisons a daily devotional and our listeners will be familiar with the idea of the Word for Today and the Vision 180 magazine. You carry a lot of those into the prison and when you're not there, it's almost as though on a daily basis there's this option to have a daily devotional, a connection to God, a connection to the Bible, and that transformation continues. How important is it to have that sort of
1: resource? Uh, it's, it's critical because... um. Uh, We're in there every day, but the guys are in their their cells for long periods during the night. So to to have that devotional, uh, to read the devotional with Scripture, uh, the guys have um, uh, their Bible, and to look up the Scripture, you know, uh, everything's according to the power of God to transform. Uh, So uh, it it gives them hope. It gives them a new plan. It gives them a future. Uh, So we, we come in, and the guys will ask us questions about those devotions, Uh, They will um, certainly uh, say how it really uplifted them and encouraged them, and it sets them on a new path. It really does. It's part of the whole process. Terry, I know that there'll be some listening to
0: our conversation today saying, I've always thought I should do something with the local prison that I have in my community, uh, but I've never really taken that step to get involved. How hard is it for someone who actually has a real passion for reaching out to prisoners. And you know, some people, like yourself, got a wonderful way of communicating with people who've been through a different experience to the ordinary Aussie. How hard is it to become a prison chaplain, to be involved?
1: Okay, it's it's not that hard at all. Uh, I think uh, first you have to be a Christian, obviously, uh, and then from then on, you, you know, if you've done Bible studies, uh, you've done courses, uh, you contact Prison Fellowship, uh, make contact with them. Uh, you can have an interview, but... Uh, I think um, I think the most important thing is you have to have a heart uh, for for men that uh, are in prison. You know, it's it's often looked at the uh, the lowest uh, sort of place in society. Uh, it's a mission field, and you have to really have a heart uh, like uh, for God to be able to reach out to these uh, men and women too. So uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's available. Um, prison Fellowship have that. Uh, many programs there, not just chaplains. So um, I would uh, encourage you to have a look at the website. Well, Prison Fellowship is a global prison
0: chaplaincy movement. They have done wonderful works right around the world, well-established, great reputation to become involved in prison chaplaincy. Let me point you to the website, prisonfellowship.org.au, prison Fellowship. Dot org.au. Dot Terry Isles is a prison chaplain with Prison Fellowship. He's based in Queensland, but there are prison chaplains around the nation, and uh, I'll encourage people to be in touch with you through prisonfellowship.org.au Terry Isles, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil.